find other great podcasts like this one at podmoth.network. I'm Catherine. And I'm Haley. And we are Saturdays Are for the Ghouls, a podcast on the Podmoth Network. We cover all things spooky, like horror movies, true crime, the supernatural, and spooky stories in the most chaotic way possible. So join your favorite ghoul friends every Saturday, wherever you listen to podcasts. And become a spooky babe. <laughs> so spooky babes, we'll see you in your nightmares. Welcome to Cruelty Podcast. This is Lillian, and with me is Maris, because Maris Monday. Hello. Hi. Hello. Uh, I'm in, over here admiring your house shoes. Oh, yes. I was gifted some shoes. They're, they're, <laughs> they're slippers, like house slippers. And they're big feet shoes. They, they, they are. They, they're freaking out my cat. They did scare the cat. And Still, then when yeah. you took them off to reassure the cat, it freaked the cat out worse. Yeah, he's he hates them. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, why'd you take off your feet, man? Or why, are they, why, do they, why do they look like that now? <laughs> they are comically large. Yeah, they're it's clown weird. shoes. It's ridiculous. It was given to me by a tea bag. Yes, so thank you. Thank They're you, very cute, and they make me laugh. So today's Maris Monday because we kind of covered it on the somewhere. Uh-huh. I don't. Maybe the last We've done one. like a hundred episodes. I or... don't know anything anymore, but we're yeah. going to talk about near death experiences. Oh yeah, we both had one. Yes, like and... a serious one. I guess not a joke. No, I died. I had a pulmonary embolism. Yes, and you and I'm not going to get into mine too much. Uh-huh. Um, I kind because like I've done it. I think I've talked about it like three times now on Amaris Monday. So I don't right. Need well, to... yeah, I was just I, we got we get new listeners a lot. So. Yes, yeah, so I mean I'll cover it briefly, but I'm not going to get too depth into mine. Um, instead, I'm going to kind of explain what constitutes a near-death experience okay, and like the hallmarks of them. And then at the end, we're going to talk about scary ones. I, they're not all nice. My experience wasn't like anyone else I've ever talked to. And so I always think to myself, maybe it wasn't one, you know? Well, you did straight up kind of die. I didn't know that till later because I didn't know. <laughs> 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 you don't know when it's happening. <laughs> I knew. I knew I was dead. But, I mean, I think yours, you just dropped. and I Yes, had, I just dropped. I mean, I smashed into the side of a dump truck. So, right. I mean, you I knew saw it, it was coming. Like, I, mean, I literally saw it coming. It was I, I was, like, a sick for, like, a month ahead of time. But, like, I, the doctors. You didn't know that it was deadly. Well, I I thought I had pneumonia, and, they, and I came up negative for pneumonia. So they're like, you're just fat. Go home. 
<laughs> That's literally what happened. Yeah. Maybe if you'd put down the Cheetos, fatty, you wouldn't fall over so much and be tired. Yeah. And I, I was like, well, fair. I am fat, but like, I can't walk up the stairs. Anyway, I don't mean to derail us. Yes. So I want to start by defining them. And so when a person, when you're having a near-death experience, you need to be dead and you need to be dead medically. Uh-huh. And what I mean by that is you ain't breathing. Right. Don't have a heartbeat. And resuscitation attempts are usually made at this time. Right. Like CPR and the little shock paddle guys. I had and all, all those stuff. things, yeah. Yes. Um, I don't know, actually, what resuscitation methods were used. Well, you got hit by a, a car, th- a, a dump truck, a, a garbage truck, rather. Yeah. And uh, so, I mean. I, isn't it like Eleanor from The Good Place? Like, yes, my you are that was one. that you're, stupid. You're that character. I think I'm Michael. <laughs> or Cheaty, or like a combination. Yeah, Cheaty and Michael had a Sorry, if you haven't seen The Good Place, it's on Netflix. It's, go, it's the go best show, and it's funny, so it go watch it. I really guys. love it. They didn't pay me. So despite people being medically dead, they can do things like hear and see what's going on in the room. Uh, they can sometimes hear what's going on outside the room, and they shouldn't be able to because they're fucking dead. And when you're unconscious like that where you're not breathing and you don't have a heartbeat, you ain't hearing shit. Mm-hmm. And if you are, it's not really getting processed. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's not. And, look, science... And skeptics love to say, well, we figured it out. It's just DMT when you die. It gets released in your brain. <laughs> Hashtag Joe Rogan. No. <laughs> He's someone on my list of who I'm going to fight along with the Pope. I wouldn't fight him. He looks like he takes steroids. He He's sweaty all me, the time. But it's okay. I just I just fight dirty and like bite chunks Just hit off him in the him. balls. I would kick him in the balls. Right, but if it's steroids, I don't know if it would hurt as bad. I don't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> I will fight the Pope, though. He's an old man, so I stand a chance. Right. I'll take his hat off and beat him with it. Anyway. I just want to wear it. I'll let you. I'll throw it over to you. So here, wear the hat. Okay. Now you're the Pope. I take a selfie. <laughs> Stupid. Basically, um, and it's like, doesn't matter what religious background you have either for these experiences. Mm-hmm. They're pretty universal. Yes. They're okay. universal throughout all religions, and even atheists have had near-death experiences. Are they atheists anymore? No. Oh. Not when they get back. Okay. Um, and that we'll talk a little more about that. But skeptics want to say it's just like I said, DMT flooding your brain. And y'all, we've we've had the DMT. I've done DMT and mine was stupid. I it didn't see not stupid. a single machine elf. Not one. No. You didn't Should feel I say what happened or? you could say what happened. Okay, it's fine. So it's really funny. I'm a weirdo and I'm an artist and I've I've done some drugs. I've never done the, the addictive kind, but I don't have an addictive. Yes, you have. I have? Honey, we did Molly and ketamine together. Oh, I just don't have an addictive personality. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I have autism also, and I just shrug it off. I just, nothing happened. Anyway, yeah. so I took DMT <laughs> yeah. with my friend, and he was having a good time. And I didn't close my eyes because I didn't know you're supposed to. And so what happened to me is everything became pixelated, and I wear glasses, and my eyes were open. So I'm pretty familiar with when things are blurry, and I just kind of panicked because things were becoming very blurry, but I was wearing my glasses. 
He said so, it looked like Minecraft. Yeah, everything looked like Minecraft, and that's all that happened, and it lasted, I don't know, how, five like minutes? Five minutes, yeah. And nothing. That was it. That was literally no it. No death. No, no everything off. became very blurry. I got kind of panicked because of it. Yeah, you told me. You're like, man, it better not stay Minecraft. That pissed me <laughs> off. I have to get a new prescription or explain to the doctor what happened. I took DMT, and everything's Minecraft now. Everything's so. blurrier than before, <laughs> and that's it. But it, it, I, I guess I got. I just kind of got panicked. And then the, it weared off. Yep. That was it. Weared off. Yeah. That's the word we're using today. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I've done, y'all, I've done every hallucinogen on the face of this earth. And, uh, you know, mescaline slash peyote. I've done uh, enough weed to hallucinate. Right. I've dropped acid. Uh-huh. Um, I haven't done ayahuasca, to be fair, but I have died, so I feel like that counts. I've right. done the DMT naturally, that's yeah. all. And I'm just going to tell you, of all the drugs that I've done, nothing compared to my near-death experience. And here's the thing that gets me is, like, let's be, I'm not going to be skeptical. We've already said we're just going to believe people for fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just thousands and thousands of witness testimony throughout all of human history with these near-death experiences. And they all share the same hallmarks every time. But they're also individual to each person right. having them. That, that's what I was going to say is like, I just, it just seems like it's always up to the end. I think there's always a spectrum on everything. Yes. So some people have really lame experiences like I do. Yes, there are a few. But I really do believe lame. the people who took DMT and saw machine elves. I mean, I wouldn't have done it if. <laughs> I just don't, I, like I told you, I don't think you did enough. I um, took a lot. I remember. You don't, you have to take a lot of drugs. Yeah. For anything that, well, that's what I was trying to explain earlier. I'm just not a very usual person. Like I just just don't get addicted to stuff really and i i i in order for anything to work on me you have to take a lot and i don't know just that's how it is for me but yeah here's the thing that skeptics can't explain how can they explain that the person left their body went into another room and could hear their relatives conversation Mm -hmm. outside of a loud room where they're trying to resuscitate the person that's not possible if it's just dmt flooding your brain and hallucinations of a dying brain like chill I just feel like it's so edgy. It's so unnecessarily edgy to be like, no, it was just a chemical and you're stupid. Like, calm down. Let people believe stuff. It's not hurting you. I can. You can only go off. You can only go off by your own experience. Yeah. And like, don't speak for me. Right. Bucko. Yeah. I don't know where Bucko came from. So <laughs> here are the characteristics of a near death experience. And mind you, you have to be no heartbeat, no respiration for it to count. Here we go. First is the out-of-body experience, and it's accompanied by a physical feeling of being pulled up or being pulled down, depending Mm. on your... Oh. Oh, we got some of those. Oh, boy, that's cool. And they are scary. Oh, boy. I wouldn't like it. Although it kind of did mirror mine a little bit, but we'll get into that in a second. Are you going to hell? Oh, probably. (laughs) I I, I think just the sluttiness alone. Oh, I don't think that's a sin for real. I mean, I don't know. Okay. I'm, being, I'm being serious. I just don't fucking know. Yeah. Um, I don't claim to know what God considers frowny and bad. You have to make more people that I way. I just don't think he would have given me these massive jugs if he didn't want me to have a good time with them. Did you? Eh? Do you mean mommy milker? <laughs> I want you to fuck off into the sun for the rest of eternity. (laughs) I don't ever say those words again. I did, and I said it on the podcast. Anyway, so it's a feeling of being pulled, and then you're out of your body, and you're floating around. Mm -hmm. That's common in all of them. 
visual perception of being outside the body and it's accurate. Meaning I am looking like this one guy mm-hmm. had um he was actually a surgeon. He was a cardiac surgeon. And he ended up um, getting really b- badly addicted to drugs. And he had a medical event in which he passed away. They were trying to resuscitate him. And he had worn dentures. And they took the dentures out of his mouth to, like, intubate him or something. Yeah. And he could see the nurse. Now, he's dead. And yeah. he's above his body. And he can see the nurse pull his dentures out and set them on the crash tray. Yeah. And he remembered the exact location. Y'all, his eyes ain't working at the time. He doesn't have eyes. He's just a floating consciousness or something. Yeah. And then there is the auditory perception of being outside your body so you can still hear, which without ears is really wild to me. Um, But they can hear conversation. Uh, And if they leave the hospital room, they can hear conversation in other rooms. Sometimes people who have had NDEs run into other people having NDEs at the same time. That'd like be awesome. Could you high five? But they're no, they're just confused. They're like, oh. well, I see you, man. Like I see you too. You know? Yeah. That's cool. There's then the tunnel phenomenon, where you're going down a long tunnel, up or down or hmm. sideways. Um, and I'm sometimes going the sideways world. Mine was sideways. Was it not up or down? Hmm. Um, and this tunnel is usually perceived as either you're moving through it or the tunnel itself is moving. But you're, you have a feeling of traveling through like a, a tunnel. Like a whirlpool or something. Kind of. Yeah. Like there have been ones that are like that. They're long, narrow tunnels. There are dark tunnels. There are tunnels of light. Everybody's got their own. Everybody got their own personal tunnel. Mine's going to look like a butthole. Yeah, I knew that was coming. Yeah. Then there's light phenomenon, meaning you see a bright light or a being made of light. And the light is so bright, it should hurt your eyes to look at it, but you're not seeing with eyes, so it doesn't hurt. And you feel very warm and comforted by this light. Okay. Or it's the fires of hell and you're very afraid. Is it literal fire or... These people have seen literal fire. One guy's was so intense. And I don't think I'm sharing it because I might, I might, I don't know. Because it's really religious and religion is stinky to me, but like... He was real scared. Okay. And there was fire. Dang. Other, They also have the sense of after they've traveled through the tunnel, they're now in another world. Okay. Like heaven, hell, the Open void. Open field or something like that. The void. The void. The void. <laughs> Occasionally, this isn't true of all of them, but there is precognition of future events. They are given a message or they are told something will happen in the future. Sometimes they're even told when they're going to die again. Hmm. They're like, this isn't your time, so you're going to go back, but you'll be back on this date. Yeah. When they're done with their near-death experience, if it was positive and pleasurable, then they will have no fear of death. That's cool. On the other end of the spectrum, they're like real fucking freaked out then. Yeah. Obviously. Um, there's usually a feeling of peace and calm and happiness and in such a way that it's more intense than those feelings here. Okay. Because if you think about your day to day, even when you're in a good mood, you got little worries in the back of your mind. Mm -hmm. Everybody does. Yeah. Now try to imagine that just fucking off and not being there. There is nothing bothering you. That would be super rad, honestly. It is. Yeah. It is super rad. 
I'm a little bitter. Um, then occasionally, not with all of them, but with a lot of them, there's the life review. And it almost appears like a screen, like a TV screen or movie screen, where you see all the times in your life you had to make a moral decision. Mm-hmm. And there's usually a being there with you or a dead relative. You do not feel judged. No one's being mean to you, but it's just saying, hey, you were a real dick right here. <laughs> they replay it. Oh, look at you stealing the candy right. from, from your kid's Halloween I'm bucket. not sorry about that, to be quite honest. Wow. Yeah. He's not. No, I don't think that was a big... I was saving them from diabetes and taking the bullet myself. Oh, Lord. Listen, y'all, here's a little-known fact about Maris. I'm going to share several today. Oh, dang. I didn't know about this. Yes, I know you didn't. I'm surprising you. Number one, he is never sorry. Never. (laughs) Never. (laughs) (laughs) That's nervous laughter. Yeah, that's a defense mechanism. (laughs) He's just not fucking sorry. No. Mm, He means it when he's a dick. Yep. And he's like, well, maybe if you hadn't been a dick, I wouldn't have been a dick. (laughs) So there's that. Yeah. Good times. So I'm going to briefly talk about my near-death experience and how it is pretty classic okay. in every sense of the word. So right. I'm 20 years old, and that whole day was weird, I like to point out. Okay. And um, I'm watching, oh no, I was playing Final Fantasy VIII mm-hmm. on the PlayStation. I've played that one. Before going to work. And I worked at a sandwich shop. Yeah. And here's... <sighs> I can never forget this sandwich shop, not because it was good, but because they had a sauce that they put on the sandwiches that was the shit. It was so good. What's the recipe? I'm going to give you all the recipe. Yeah. The sandwich shop was called City Bites in Tulsa, and it was was a sub shop. It wasn't anything special, but they had the City Bites secret sauce. I'm like drooling, thinking about it. It's so good. (laughs) Go to the store, get you a jar of like cherry peppers. Okay. They're like pickled, you know? Uh-huh. They're not spicy. You're going to cut the little hats off of them. Yeah, the stupid fucking hats. The stem. Hats. Yeah. You don't want the stem. No. You're going to put that plus the juice from the jar in a blender. Uh-huh. Blend it up. There you go. That's it. That's it? It's That's so... That's one ingredient. It's so easy and so delicious. I just ate. Why am I so hungry all of a sudden? I didn't even smoke any weed. I don't know what's going on. So... I was sitting there thinking, I really had a bad feeling about going to work. I was like, I don't think I should go. I think I should call in. But I also had that feeling like every other day. I Mm -hmm. don't have a good work ethic. It's called like anxiety disorder. Yeah. It's just called, I hate this job. It sucks. And the sandwiches... The sandwiches were good. Yeah. But I was like, no, I need the money. I I should probably got to pay that rent, you know. And so I go to work and the way I was driving, there were kind of two ways I could have gone. And I went a different way than usual because there was so much construction the other way, Mm -hmm. my usual way. And as I'm about halfway there, there is a literal voice that says, don't go this way. And I was like, huh. (laughs) (laughs) And to this day, I don't know why I fucking straight ignored it. I was like, well, this is the way I'm fucking going. Right. I'll be late, uh, disembodied dick voice. So I went that way. And about 15 minutes later, it's a clear stretch of road. And it's like a three lane road. It was one of the busiest streets in Tulsa. But it's 630 in the morning. Nobody's out. Mm hmm. 
And then I'm going like 45, 50. Because of don't, course don't I don't go am. into too much detail. I get upset by this story. Well, the, so. the listeners must okay. know. Ugh. And so I see it turning out just as I'm about to pass a turn. Turning left out in front of me is one of those big industrial dump trucks. The, the waste green management ones. The waste one. management yep. ones. Yep. Run by the mob. By the way. mafia ones. Yes. And so I T-boned it going 45. I didn't even have time to put on my brake, y'all. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I passed out. Like I just like I don't even remember. It just the goes impact. black. It yeah, went black. That's how it went when I passed out. It just well, went black. But I woke up. Yeah. Immediately after that, and I am bleeding profusely from the face oh, and geez. from my leg. Like it's splashy in the bottom of the car. That's Come gross. On. Sorry. And I see smoke coming out of the crumpled engine of the car. I can't get out because I tried, and I I'm not in any pain though. But I don't feel good, and. Somebody had been jogging, and they see me, and they're like, have you called the cops? I'm like, frankly, no. I'm covered in blood in a smoking vehicle. And so they went to go run and call the police, and while they were doing that, I passed out again. Only this time, I shot up out of my body. Mm-hmm. Like I'd been catapulted into the air. Like, uh, and I could... Ejection seat. Yes. And it was so weird. I could see in 360 degrees. Right. Which is hard to describe to I us two-eyed people. I can't explain that to anybody. Yeah. I can't. Because it was weird. Yeah. It wasn't weird in the moment. But when I try and remember back, I can't... Like, it doesn't track. And I'm looking down at the smoldering wreckage of my vehicle. Because I'm above it. I'm like 50 feet in the air. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I'm dead and fuck that. Yeah. I'm like, phew. That wasn't so bad. I was like, dying. I knew I was dead. I knew it. And then the tunnel happened. Right. And it like sucked everything into it, including me. Yeah. And my tunnel started out pretty dark, but then it turned into like this crazy tunnel of bladed mirrors. That's cool. And it was making like a crazy shwing, 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 shwing sound. Like it's gonna like, <laughs> like a garbage disposal. That's cool though. And it, the, they were spinning so fast I could see my reflection and I'm like floating, right? Yeah. And I could see my skin get peeled away then mm-hmm. my muscles and my guts and That's my blood. Cool. And then I'm just a glowy blue ball. You're blue? I was blue. Hey. And I was small. Yeah. Oh. And I was floating around like a little spark. Yeah. I was like, yeah, this is fine. I didn't need all that. It's all broken now anyway. Fuck it. Yeah. Then I went into the void. I went into the void. Oh, dear. It was dark. Well, that's usually the sign of a void. Yeah. It wasn't anything. Yeah. But I wasn't completely fucking unbothered. Yeah. I was like, this is fine. Yeah. I was just so focused on the fact that I didn't feel worried, upset, or annoyed by anything. Yeah. Felt totally chill. Yeah. I was straight vibing in the void and I could have done it forever. That's cool. Yeah, I was like, this is so neat. I was like, wow, I'm just going to think about stuff, and that's it. It's going to be cool. Yeah. But then I see a white light in the distance, like a star. Yeah. And it gets bigger and bigger, and I'm moving towards it. I just didn't realize I was moving. Yeah. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh, fuck, that's heaven. Dang, I'm going to go to heaven. I thought that wasn't going to happen. What a surprise. Right. And I was kind of, I was so curious. I wanted to go in there so bad. Yeah. And then I couldn't move. Yeah. It's just right there. And I can't fucking... I was like, uh-oh. I spoke too soon. Yeah. And then a voice. like, And it was the scariest... It sounded like a demented, demonic robot. Oh, no. And it said, not yet. Go back. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck. It's gonna hurt. 
P.S. It hurt, and here I am. So wow. I went like, pshoom, like opposite catapult right into the back into the body, yeah, and into the pain, yeah. And y'all, I was fucked up. I won't go into it because Maris will throw up and cry. Yeah, we I don't can. want that. But you can see there's a lot of classic, yeah. NDE elements. I didn't need any dead relatives, but I don't like any of my relatives, so that's right. a bonus. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't. I did meet an entity, but I didn't see it, and it sounded really fucked up. So I'm not sure I want to. Uh, Probably the Lord or something. Why does the Lord sound like a demented robot? Well, look at all the stuff he made and fucked up. Well, that's true. He made the platypus. Mm, I was thinking taints. about Elon. Ooh. Yeah. That d- Man, how can you think God didn't create evil when he created Trump and Elon Musk? Yeah. Ew. Mm, yuck. So, yeah, it, it was fine. And, like, I thought a lot about it. I even told people about it. I told the guys there, the EMTs and, like, uh, firemen that were there. I also told them they were handsome. I'm sure they were. They were. They One of them had you. really big, pretty green eyes. Yeah. And I was like, your eyes are pretty. And he's like, we lost you there for a minute. And I was like, cool. Thanks for saving me. They had to get the jaws of life and everything. And Whoa, was, no more yeah. details. Sorry. So here's one. And I, this story I consider pretty sad, but also super interesting. And okay. it's the story of Dr. Mary Neal. And this story was featured in... Uh, surviving Death on Netflix, mm-hmm. which is a really good documentary. Leslie Keene, mm-hmm. we've watched it. Yeah, I've watched it. And uh, we've talked about it on the show before. Y'all go watch it. It's really good. It's really interesting. Um, but yeah, so Mary Neal, she's from Wyoming. She had this near-death experience. She was going kayaking in southern Chile, and her kayak flipped upside down and got stuck. Oh, no. And she was underwater for 30 minutes. Oh, my God. When they pulled her out, she was waxy. Oh, my Blue God. and fucking dead. Yeah. But they persistently performed CPR for an additional, like, 15 minutes and brought her back. Wow. Now, when she went, she went to heaven. Okay. Like, immediately. Yeah. And she was meeting dead family members. There was a fucking light. She was pretty sure God was hanging out there. She was happy. Wow. She didn't want to go back. You yeah. don't, for the record. I didn't want to go back. Why? Like, to go to City Bites and make sandwiches? After being, and, and like, I not mangled. to mention you had physical therapy. You had to get your leg reattached. I was in a wheelchair. It sucked yeah. ass. So why would I want to go back? Because heaven seems pretty rad. I'm in the void and I'm having a good time. Yeah, you were vibing. I was vibing. Vibing so, in like, the void, next album. Vibing in the void. And so she didn't want to go back, but she had children. And so, like, all the spirits there, there were angels, too, she said. What 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 they look like? Just big balls of light things. Weird okay. light beings. All right. Yeah. And she, they told her, like, hey, it's not your time. She's like, it could be, though. <laughs> yeah, It me could too. be my time. <laughs> but there's, like, no... You need to go back. And she's like, fine. You got got kicked off the island. (laughs) Well, she had kids. And she was informed that her son, Uh Will, who she called Willie, would die. Oh, no. Ten years later. That's... Oh, no. He was nine years old when she had this near-death experience. He probably did something sad or something. He did die ten years later when he was 19. Oh. He was in a he was skiing and had a terrible accident. She should have not let him go. Well, she thought about that a lot mm-hmm. in her experience. 
and that she knew that what she was told because when she was told this in heaven she's like what can i do to stop it tell me how he'll die they're like there's nothing you can do <laughs> to stop it this is his time that's this bullshit. is when he's chosen and so it can't usurp his free will it was just kind of his story mm-hmm. and she wasn't cool with it and it she came back like not afraid of death anymore right but just constantly afraid for her son like every little time he left the house she was just i'd, panic do, I'd be that way yeah but there was nothing she could do. Yeah. And he died. That's bullshit. And it's just very sad, but, I mean, she knew it, and that's, like... Explain that, skeptics. <laughs> you can't. No. So, the next one, this one is super interesting, and actually what I... So, after I had my near-death experience, I was not in a good way for two years. Yeah. I had a stage four traumatic brain injury, and they thought I'd be largely mentally disabled for the yeah. rest of my life but yeah. i i got better right which i shouldn't have but i did yeah and you find this to be true in a lot of near-death experiences mm-hmm. that come back physically better even if your body has to heal but like injuries don't affect them the same way like they, they some sort of healing from yes. that experience yeah yes from what from where you were you were healed yeah. And so if you hear a cat meow, it's Milo once in the room and we say, no, kitty, we're doing a podcast <laughs> he might, here. He might add his two cents. He's like, meow, I almost died. Um, so, <laughs> yep, there he goes. And so I was Googling and this is when I found this woman's account, like when I was looking at up near death experiences because I wanted to look mine up. Mm-hmm. And so this is a story of a woman who was in hospice. She'd been battling cancer for four years, Mm -hmm. and she knew she was dying. She's at the end of her rope. Yeah. And so they're taking her to the hospital, and yeah, I'm going to tell her story now. And it's a good one. And this is how she experienced it. Okay. This is her own words. Yeah. Oh, my God, I feel incredible. I'm so free and light. How come I'm not feeling any more pain in my body? Where is it all gone? Why does it seem like my surroundings are moving away from me, but I'm not scared? Why am I not scared? Where is my fear gone? Oh, wow. I can't find the fear anymore. I love that because that was something I experienced as well. Just Mm -hmm. a complete, you can't even muster up any fear. Right. And it was really nice. It was on February 2nd, 2006 that she went into a coma and... She was basically, like, brain dead. Like, her organs are shutting down. Right. Irreparable. Yeah. The doctors told her husband, there is nothing I can do for your wife. Mm-hmm. She will not make it through the night. Jeez. <laughs> oh, don't sue him. And she is outside of her body at this point, and yeah. she is listening to the doctor tell her husband and mother that. Jeez. And he's holding her hand. Uh-huh. And he is just bereft. Like, he is... He, they knew the end was coming, but you never are ready. Right. And she wants to tell him, hey, I'm right here. Yeah. Not only am I fine, but I'm fucking great. Right. She can't, because he can't hear her. Yeah. She's like, I can talk. I can hear myself, but nobody else can hear me. That sucks. And then she goes through the tunnel. Yeah. She goes to the light. And she she has a very religious experience. And with a Christian background, of course, it's uh-huh. Christian. And there's Jesus and everything. Yeah. And they say, you go back and you'll be healed. Right. She goes back and her cancer is gone. Wow. 
and it never came back. That's awesome. She's still alive. Well, that's cool. I love that story. That like, is a good story. I, yeah, it's just really cool. So, do you got any bad ones or? Her name was Anita Morjani. If you want to look her up, by the way. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting to those. Yeah, I'm. I'm here for it. So, and like I said, y'all, not all NDEs are religious or spiritual. Notice mine was neither of those things. There was yeah. no Jesus. There wasn't no sandal wearing dude hanging out. There was no Buddha. I'm not religious. Mm-hmm. So, um, I still find mine strange. Like, there's yeah. parts of it that are just kind of odd. Right. But, you know, there are some that are frightening, mm-hmm. traumatic, and I would say hellish. Yeah. There are some that start that way but end in heaven. And one of those was a neurosurgeon. Okay. And he was an atheist because he had seen enough brains to believe and knew enough about the brain. Uh-huh. And he just believed, well, you die and you die. He's a, he's a DMT guy. Very much so. Yeah. And then he got encephalitis. Okay. That's bad. That's it's a, an infection of your spinal fluid. Okay. Yeah. And he is dying. Okay. And he goes into a coma and they do not expect him to live. Yeah. And when he goes into the coma, he says he becomes a worm. <laughs> Would you love me if I was a worm? Would you love me if, if I was a worm, Maris? Yes. What would you do if I was a worm? I'd probably put you in some dirt. In your pocket? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Well, what if you were a really large worm like Heidi, though? Like Heidi Klum's costume? Yeah. Well, you're going to have to keep me moist. Oh. <laughs> Baby. Would you... Would you kiss me if I was a worm? I guess I'd kiss you if you were a worm. Wow. That's very kinky. Yeah. Anyway, so this guy is a worm, right? Yeah. He's in the dark. He's in the void. Okay. And he feels like he has no limbs. He's just wriggling. Like he's a primordial thing. Like oh, a you're starting over, buddy. Amoeba. Yes, and he evolves and goes through climbing out of the earth and oh, into the dark. Because he's an atheist, so they, they gave him the whole... They gave him the whole experience. Then yeah. he had his life review, and it was very profound. Yeah. And then he's like flying on a butterfly and he's like looking out into this beautiful field of flowers that have colors that his eyes when he's alive can't even see and all the flowers are singing but it's not in human voices oh dang that's this is really fucked up and he met like a beautiful woman there who was like telling him like it's chill man it's all good (laughs) yeah you're dead but it's fine now you gotta go back and he's like what the hell i was a worm and did all this and i gotta go back yeah right but now he's a big proponent for near-death experience yeah. and written several books. I didn't include him because I questioned him a bit. Oh. Feel he's a little griftery. Ooh. So now we're going to talk about the visions of hell. Yes, I'm, that's what I've been waiting for. Yeah, and I, I love these because <laughs> okay. I'm fucked up. All right. These are distressing. So now sometimes there's like three types of distressing NDEs called inverse void and hellish. Okay. And the descript- here's the descriptions. And I'll include the links for this so you guys want to read these articles. They're really interesting. Is people who are pulled out of their bodies and want to immediately go back and are very upset. Yeah. They're not having a peaceful time. Okay. Even if they go to the bright light and all of that, they're panic-stricken and terrified. Mm-hmm. The light scares them instead of comforts them. Right. Here's the void. The void is what you think it is. It's nothing. Yeah. So 
A woman in childbirth felt herself floating on water, but at a certain point, it was no longer a peaceful feeling, and it had become hell. Yeah. I had become a light out in the heavens, and I was screaming, but no sound was going forth. It was worse than any nightmare. I was spinning around, and I realized this was it. This was eternity. This is what forever was going to be. I felt alone and empty, and then I felt the vastness of the universe except for me. A mere ball of light screaming. That's awful. That's awful. Sorry, lady. Here's another void experience. Mm -hmm. A woman who attempted suicide felt herself sucked into a void. I was being drawn into this dark abyss or tunnel or void. I was not aware of my body as I know it. I was terrified. I felt terror. I had expected nothingness. I expected the big sleep. I expected oblivion. And I found now that I was going to another plane, and it frightened me. I wanted nothingness, but this force was pulling me somewhere. I didn't want to go, but I never got beyond the fog. So what she she knew that something was coming, but she was too scared to find out what. So she's just in this endless fog of nothing. Okay, like a purgatory. Yes, and see, I didn't feel that way about my void. It was my comforting. It was my emotional support void. Your womb felt very warm and nice. Yeah, it was dark, but like a cozy nighttime dark. It wasn't yeah. a scary dark. Right. I was like, I'm just this little ball. I'm vibing. You were vibing. I just wanted you were to having f- a good nap for once. Damn. I was just like, you know what's cool? I'm not freaked out. This is awesome. I love it here. <laughs> yeah. I don't need anybody. I could just make believe all day long. Yeah. Do that anyway. So here are the the, the third LED that's distressing. LED. What the fuck, brain? NDE that's distressing. It's the cat who's driving I'm me sorry. fucking crazy. Should I let him in? I'm going to let you let him in. All right. Please hold tea bags. We're going to let in the cat so he quits screaming. And Maris is going to knock everything on the floor. Come on. Idiot. That was awful. We're going to have to like, lock him in the bathroom next time. Yeah. But that's better. It was your big uh, Bigfoot slippers. Yeah. That knocked everything down, by the way. Are we editing it all out? No. Oh, we're out. Fine. <laughs> It'd be like that one guy. What's his face? I don't we're know. gonna go live. <laughs> we'll do it live. live. Yeah. Live. Yeah. Okay. So here are the hellish NDEs. Overtly hellish experiences are the least common type. Right. In fact, it's just a tiny, tiny percentage. Of people who have an NDE that have the hellish experience. Well, the that's cat's good news. now like trying to eat Maris's hair. That's awesome. Oh. Yes. Here's one. A woman was being escorted through a frighteningly desolate landscape and saw a group of wandering spirits. They looked lost and in pain, but her guide indicated she wasn't allowed to help them. What I get most from these, it like, okay, so this one guy. He was a uh, Christian, mm-hmm. but he'd been a real dirt bag. Right? Okay. Uh, I, I can. V- he was just interested in making no money. Comment. He was cheating on his wife. Yeah, et right. And he gets into an, like an ATV accident. Okay. And he's thrown and suffers a severe head trauma and he is brain dead in the hospital. Okay. And they're trying to resuscitate him and they're not having any luck. He goes straight to hell. Like he gets pea shooter shot. Like As pow. He should. Yes. And he feels like he's being shot through the earth. Okay. And he feels cold at first because he lands in this room with like a rough hewn stone floor. Mm-hmm. But he's not alone. It's like a prison cell. Oh, no. And in there with him are horrible monsters. They're like 
humanoid in shape, but they're grotesque and disfigured. They're oozing a variety of fluids. Ew. They have big, chompy teeth. They're demons, okay. pretty much. Yeah. And they stanky. They smell right. like poo-poo and sulfur and urine, and they just rip him to pieces. And he's Dicks. yeah, and he expected blood to fly everywhere, and it hurt. He said it hurt more than actual pain on Earth hurt. Well, that sucks. Yeah, but he didn't spill a drop of blood because there's water in blood, and in hell there's not even any water at all. Oh no. Yeah. So after they beat the holy crap out of him and he didn't die, he thought he should die several times. Mm -hmm. They took him around like on a little tour, uh -huh. and it was just thousands of people, and they're on fire. Ew. And he said it looked like they were burning skeletons. Oh, dear. He said that was very traumatic to see. Yeah, right. But mostly it was there were a lot of little demons running around. Uh-huh. And they're just pooping and peeing everywhere and just being nasty. <laughs> sorry, I don't mean to laugh. But... No, it is funny. And they're just like, you know what? God's a dick. Like, they're just blaspheming the Lord at any chance they get. Uh-huh. And, of course, he he's revived and saved in his mind. Now he's like... You know, evangelical. Oh, good. And I'm like, God, is that really what you wanted to go on here? Just letting the tea bags know that the cat's like biting me playfully, but yeah, he's just the cat's being an ass. I don't know why he usually doesn't bother us when we record, but he's been he's clingy. been really clingy lately. I don't know why. Well, we love our kitties here, Milo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another woman who had hemorrhaged from a ruptured fallopian tube saw her horrific beings with gray gelatinous appendages grasping and clawing. Yeah. The sounds of their guttural moaning and the indescribable stench remain 41 years later. Where? In her house? or In her mind. Oh, okay. It didn't say where. In her house. I don't know. Can I send you to the bog of eternal stench? Wasn't <laughs> that like in a movie or something? Now, this one was really scary. This woman felt her body sliding downward uh -huh. in a cold, dark, watery environment. Okay. When I reached the bottom, it resembled the entrance to a cave with what looked like webs hanging. I heard cries and wails and moans. I saw these beings that resembled humans with the shape of a head and a body, but they were ugly and grotesque. They were frightening and sounded like they were tormented in agony. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people who have these hellish NDEs even though it's traumatic, they feel like they needed it to get their life back on track. Okay. They're like, oh, if I don't straighten up, so I'm going to go there. It made them less of a dick. But it kind of also seems like whatever experience you have is what you're kind of expecting to have. Right. Since I didn't expect anything religious, and I thought de I did believe in life after death. I've never been an atheist, really. Not, uh -huh. not seriously. I just didn't know what to expect, but I thought it'd be fine. Mm -hmm. Well, I was right. It was fine. Right. <clears throat> I enjoyed it, actually. It was quite nice. Yeah. Um, but these people are like, I expected to see Jesus and Grandmama. Well, that's what they see. I just don't have any expectation at all. Well, maybe you better get some. Okay. You don't want to go in a void forever. No. I just want to go where I want. That's what I want to do. Yeah. I was like, can I go to like, I don't know. Somewhere cool. Where I can eat a lot of ice cream. Right. Also, I'd like to point out that the idea that you still have, because most people still have a body in the NDEs. They can see a body. They see themselves what, as having What do body. they look like? The best versions of themselves. Oh. Healthy okay. and, and pain-free and all that good stuff. But they look like them. Yeah. 
Well, that, that's a common belief. If you look, okay, so if you look at ancient Egypt, uh-huh. they believed the soul had many different parts. Yeah. There was the ka, there was the ba, and one was the spirit body. Okay. It was usually represented as a bird. Mm-hmm. It was a falcon. Okay. So you'll see it a lot in uh, tomb paintings yeah. of, like, the mummy and then the falcon. Well, the mummy is the physical physical body. Is your, is your body. And then yeah. the falcon's the symbol of the spiritual body. Okay. It's fucking And it off. could do things. That's why they left food in there, because they could get the energy from the food. The spirit kid, the yes. falcon thing. Yes. Okay. And, it, you know, what really, the Egyptian Book of the Dead and the Tibetan Book of the Dead are actually very similar to each other. I never read them. I've read both. Oh, wow. and I real I will link them, and I encourage you guys to read them. We often like kind of poke fun at Egyptians, you know. We make horror movies and mummies and stuff. Yeah, but no, I think they're onto something, and I think it's really interesting. The the movie, the mummy, the documentary starring Brandon Fraser. <sighs> Look, that's just a documentary on how if I watch this, I'm bisexual now. <laughs> yeah. like, that's about it's it. It's a good ass movie. It holds up. It's so funny. It's clever. It looks cool. It look cool it does hold up we watched it recently yeah and it was a good time good documentary Just, do you ever want to do cartoon violence against your partner like you don't want to hurt them <laughs> but you want to like do a wrestling move where you hit them with a chair yeah. and little cartoon birds twitter around their head right yeah i'd like to do that to mm. you sometimes so so that was my spirit twittering about around my head Oh, you're just really on one today. You and your cat are both very ornery. We're both very bad. He ruined the (laughs) podcast. (laughs) You know, though, I have a thing for bad boys, so. We're both cute. He's glopping on himself if the tea bags on his On his balls. If you're wanting to know, that's what the cat's doing. Yeah. Right there, and I can hear it. And it's yeah, gross. the microphones can too. I don't think so. Okay, good. Yeah, these are not the kind that can pick up. Well, if they do, if you hear, it's the cat glopping on his crotchal region, which is gross. Anyway, that's all the stories that I have. But I'm going to link you guys to an archive of NDEs where people who've had them share their stories, and there are thousands. And, man, you could just spend all day. Yeah. It's kind of weirdly comforting to me. I don't know about y'all. I used to have really bad health anxiety. And just knowing that, well, if I die, it's fine. I'd be like, remember the last time you died? It was totally chill. You were vibing. Yeah. And I don't honestly think I'll go to hell, for the record. No. Because I was way worse of an asshole back when I was 20. Yeah. I've done some good things now. Like, I've donated to the sad, like, Sarah McLaughlin dog commercial. I feel, I feel like... Not right now. If you're glumping on your balls, no one will donate to you. No. In the arms of you know that one, y'all. I've done that. You you probably have, too. I think I'm going to go to heaven. I'm nice. Right. Well, yeah. what's your... How, I mean, it's got that sandwich, I'm sure, right? City Bite sandwich? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, I'm going to have to get some of them cherry peppers at the store tomorrow yeah. and make... If you make the sandwich, like get you, make you a sub sandwich at home, and put the little sauce recipe. Let me know if you did it. Okay. And if it tastes good. Yeah. Yes. Also, if you've had a near death experience, I want you to tell me about it. Yeah, especially if it was stupid like mine. <laughs> there saw Megatron, the Transformer. I, that's that was dumb. it. I think it was a joke, like Metatron. That's my interpretation because I grew up Catholic. Yeah. And then, like when we got <laughs> together, there was that giant Megatron. In Oklahoma, Oklahoma City, City that we this, saw. The movie came out, but the coincidence was profound. You had just told me about it, too. Was yeah, the thing. it was so just too like, many coincidences what? where I was yeah. like, you know what? This is fucked up. This is fucked up. Mm-hmm. So I, I want to 
want, honestly, it doesn't have to be just a near-death experience. I want any weird, dumb shit that's happened to you. I want to hear about it. Yes. And where do you go to tell me about it? Discord. Discord. Link is in the de- in the description. It's in the link tree. Don't be scared of it. It's just a little tree that holds our links. It's free. There's no password. You can just come on in yes, there. The, Although, the, if you're awful, we'll kick you out. That's true. If you're a piece of shit, we will kick you out. Okay. Uh, but that hasn't happened, and I don't suspect it to. But, uh, yeah, there's our Discord's not behind a paywall. I feel that's... I didn't even know it was a thing until someone told us. Yes. I was like, why would you do that? Right. Pay to talk to me? That's creepy. I right. find that so weird. I'm not, y'all, I'm not famous. You can just talk to me like a person. So no. I'm going to make you pay for it. Did you just hear the professional podcast we put together where I tripped over shit because my cat was screaming? <laughs> That's real good. Uh, also, because uh, me and Maris and Willow are all in there. Producer mm-hmm. Will is in there yes. as well. And if you want to help support this podcast, though, I recommend our Patreon. Not only because I made it, because I did. We have our arts in there. Not in Patreon. Oh, I'm sorry. We're on a different thing now. You have to let that go. Okay. Our Patreon has three tiers from a dollar, five dollars, and ten dollars. The dollar tier, we do something called And That's the Tea, which is where we have a post-episode discussion. Um, And you can join in on the conversation that way. Uh, Our $5 tier, you get an extra episode every week. Mm -hmm. And that is exclusive to Patreon. And then our $10 tier, you get all the rest of the goodies, plus you're our pin pal now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very nice. The secret $1,000 tier. (laughs) That's where we give you a picture of Maris's butt. Yes, that's a secret. As mentioned last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. It's like the secret menu. Yeah, $500 for the foot. $500 for a foot's pick, yeah. 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 Jesus. Uh, and then, of course, uh, we have merch now. Mm-hmm. We do. We have T-shirts and yeah. bags and People stuff. People like them. People do like them. I was surprised that we sold a lot. We sold a lot. Them. Yeah, so you yeah. should get yours. Yeah, there's stickers and stuff. And yeah. I uh, I lowered the prices on all of them. I don't look to make a profit on these. I just Fans just wanted some merch, so I made just it Just tell your friend to listen. Just tell your friends. Yeah. Unless it's like, I hate them, then don't tell you them You can that. hate That's listen, weird. I'll take it. I'll take your hate listen. Yeah. That's true. That's just... More for me. More for me. All the hate. Yeah. Anyway, thank you all so much. If all you can do to support the podcast is listen, well, I love you for it, and we will see you next time. Bye. Find us on your social media platform of choice. Linktree slash cruelty has all of the links. Check out our Patreon for exclusive episodes, merch, ad-free episodes, live ghost hunts, and much more. Please be sure to subscribe. New episodes are uploaded weekly. Thank you so much. See you next time. Music and production by Willie B.